It is a climate emergency, and we're all going to die. Be advised, we've got zips in the wire down here. Uh, right here, last Bravo 6. Can't run it any closer. We're not the charge package snake and nape, uh, but we're bingo fuel. For the record, it's my call. Dump everything you've got left on my pod. I say again, expend all remaining in my perimeter. Coming to you from behind the lines in Washington State, local and national talk, news, and opinions, this is the Behind the Line Podcast. Well, I'm sure as everybody knows, the good old Pacific Northwest has been under a once in a millennium heat dome the last few days was 115 degrees yesterday where I was, almost 90 degrees in my house with air conditioning. The day before that, it was triple digits, and the day before that, it was close to triple digits. Today, we're back down to the mid-80s, about 90 degrees. Feels pretty good outside. But of course, old Governor Inslee was making the rounds on... CNN and MSNBC yesterday screaming about climate change and how this is just the beginning, this is a permanent problem, Uh, other parts of the country are going to experience this, oceans are going to rise and flood Florida, and uh, all the uh, climate change talking points, of course. But I did a little research. I did see that uh, some of the news networks uh, were saying were blaming this on climate change. But uh, CBS had a story that seems to make the most sense, and it talks about uh, that this is a once in a millennium heat dome. Says the heat wave baking the U.S. Pacific Northwest and British Columbia, Canada is of an intensity never recorded by modern humans. By one measure, it is more rare than a once in a thousand year event, which means that if you could live in this particular spot for a thousand years, you'd likely only experience a heat dome like this one once, if ever. Portland, Oregon has already broken its all-time record hottest temperature at 108 degrees on Saturday, and the peak of the heat wave has not even been reached yet. Canada is expected to register the nation's all-time highest temperature before the event is done. These are extremely dangerous numbers, especially in a region not used to heat like this where many people do not have air conditioning. By Monday, some, if not all, of the all-time high records uh, will be broken. The heat is being caused by a combination of a significant atmospheric blocking pattern on top of a human-caused climate change world where baseline temperatures are already a couple to a few degrees higher than nature intended. So I don't deny that uh, there is some climate change. I don't believe the U.S. is a major contributor to it. Um, I think most of the nasty air that the world is experiencing comes from Asian countries and Middle Eastern countries like India, where there's little to no regulation and they're still pumping the sky full of a lot of pollution. Uh, 
The U.S., I think, has uh, good limits on hand, and I know the Pacific Northwest does. We have some of the cleanest air in the country, and so... Um, but even by this uh, this uh, news article, it says, you know, we're talking a couple degrees of this attributed to climate change. Our temperatures here uh, in the last few days have been more than 30 degrees above normal. That is not climate change. That is a weather event. And so most of that can be blamed on nature, not cow farts in California. This heat wave comes on the heels of another historic heat wave less than two weeks ago that baked the U.S. Intermountain West, Desert Southwest, and California with hundreds of record highs. Meanwhile, the eastern U.S. also seen the heat ratchet up with feels like temperatures pushing 100 degrees by Monday and Tuesday in the major cities of the I-95 corridor. The back-to-back -back and dueling heat waves are made more likely by a very wavy jet stream and are a naturally heating climate. So, you know, Ensley is screaming here in the Pacific Northwest that we need all these regulations, we need all these carbon taxes. Okay, carbon tax is not going to stop any of this, for one thing. Making people pay money, they're just going to pay it. And he's on the news all worried about everybody's safety and all this but the bottom line is people need air conditioning and to run that air conditioning you need electrical power from the power grid which mostly is fueled by uh, fossil fuel generation coal generation we have some hydrological uh, power generation here but Inslee is shutting down all the coal plants. He is limiting natural gas. And he is wanting to tear down dams that create power for fish. So how does that keep your population safe if you're more concerned about tearing everything apart? Uh, if this is going to be an ongoing problem into the future, which I suspect it's going to be because... You know, the earth goes through cycles, climate cycles. And uh, if that's the case, then if you want the people to be prepared, you better stop taking away their resources uh, in order to protect themselves from these types of events. And electrical power, my friend, is the baseline of all of these things. We have to have electrical power. So doing things to derail our grid, our electrical grid, is not a good way to approach this. Until you have some kind of sufficient replacement that's going to work as well as the current system we have, um, we're just going to have to stick with what we have. And he likes to squawk about solar and wind and all this, but it just does not measure up to what the current electrical grid can provide. And until it does, this is what we got. Now they're also squawking about this drought that's happening right now throughout much of the western United States. And again, the U.S. has experienced droughts. 
there was a there was a really bad drought during the Great Depression, and the whole Midwest was affected. You know, it was essentially a dust bowl. They couldn't grow anything, or or there wasn't enough water. So we're going through another cycle, and this isn't man-made. It's just a cycle. There's been many weather cycles throughout the history of the planet. No matter how much tax you charge, you're not going to stop that cycle. You better just be ready to deal with it. And you better stop making it really hard on people to deal with these environmental uh, disasters or problems that we're facing right now. Inslee called it a permanent emergency on MSNBC. And that to me is concerning because Inslee loves to declare a state of emergency and wield his ultimate authority over everybody in this state. We've been under a state of emergency since COVID started and he's not going to relinquish that. He is in total control of this state. You know, he won't call a special session to let legislators talk about his powers and what he should or shouldn't be able to do. And now he's calling this uh, climate uh, weather stuff a permanent emergency. Is he going to declare a state of emergency for that? And we'll just be in a state of emergency forever and he'll just be king of all the land here to save us all. Because somehow he seems to know this lifetime politician and two-year lawyer, guy who's never had a actual job in the private world, completely out of touch with his citizens, uh, not a scientist, not a doctor, but he knows. He knows better than everybody, and he's going to save the planet. You know, he's even told us that if we need to pay a little more tax to combat climate change, even though uh, our weather and environment here isn't that bad, it's to show the rest of the country and uh, also the rest of the world that we're doing it right and they need to do it like we do. And if they see us doing it this way, then they're going to follow suit. Do you honestly think China and India are going to look at the state of Washington and our clown governor and decide, oh, that looks like a good plan? I think we'll, we'll do that too. The guy is delusional. He's always squawking about follow the science, but uh, he doesn't seem to be following the science when it comes to this particular weather event. So, I don't know, folks. This is... This is supposedly what the majority of the people in this state voted for, for some reason. It's, uh, it's a national embarrassment. Anyway, stay cool out there, folks. Who knows what's next? Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Line podcast. I hope you will subscribe to the channel so you can get regular updates. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, I hope you will also uh, like it, share it, 
and uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, Sprecher. We're on various other podcast platforms. Um, And you can find me on LinkedIn under John Washington. Again, thank you for listening. We appreciate your support.